Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just stop, take a couple seconds here, and let our attention fall back to the presence of God. Remember, he's right there with you. He never leaves you. He never turns his back on you. He never forgets us. We never have to call him. He's never that far away. He's never far away at all. He's always right there. Lord, we just ask that you make your presence known to us. You reveal yourself to us. You quicken our senses so that we would see objectively and in reality your manifest presence, your supernatural presence, and your spiritual presence, Lord. We want to know you in reality. And Lord, we know to do that, you are going to have to change us. Give us ears to hear and eyes to see and a heart that listens. Lord, do whatever is necessary to bring us into alignment, spirit, soul, and body, that we would be able to receive from you everything you want to give us. Don't let us miss out on anything. Lord, you know better than we do what we need right now. I just ask that you would give it to us. Give us the clarity, the encouragement, the healing, the protection. Whatever we need, Lord. Lord, teach us how to give you what we can, our time and attention. Be specific with us and clear, Lord, so we can't miss you. In any area where we have been making choices that suit ourselves rather than really what's best for us. And any distraction or interference from the enemy, any of our enemies, we just exercise that authority right now. You must leave, you must go. You can't interfere with what God is doing in our lives. Lord, teach us true warfare on a personal level. 
where we always want to take on the big enemies. We always want to take the take on the foes of what we think you're doing on a big scale. But what's really important is the personal enemies we have. And let us not scoff at those personal enemies. All our very All of our enemies are connected. And they're all out to defeat you. And we just happen to be in the way. And you've given us the opportunity to learn how to overcome. How to learn to rule over ourselves and reign over our circumstances. So, Lord, we thank you for the circumstances we find ourselves in, that you've crafted these circumstances for today, for your purpose, to bring us into a greater truth, a greater way to receive your life. Lord, we thank you for being here, being on this earth for this time, Lord, for what you're going to do. We have, we increase our expectations, Lord. We want to be ready and available for whatever it is, Lord, whether anybody ever sees what you're doing on this earth, Lord. We know you're always moving, and you're always moving in and through your people. We thank you ahead of time for everything you're doing, Lord. And we leave it up to you to decide on an individual basis what we need to be learning, what we need to be focusing on. And that can change in a moment's notice, day by day, hour by hour. You're, you are our teacher, our counselor, our guidance cards counselor a personal trainer. You give you provide everything we need. You meet all our needs. So Lord, we pay attention to you first. Sometimes you use other things, other people, other teachings. But we go to you first for understanding, for encouragement, for healing, for enlightenment, for direction. For knowledge, we go to you first. We thank you again, Lord. So we've been talking about his, God's personal presence. And we repeat many things. One reason is because we have new listeners all the time, but also because we need to be reminded of the simplicity of what God is asking of us. He's not asking you to change the world or to overturn your own life, to rebuild, redirect, make huge changes. Those may come 
but they will be the result of knowing him first. What God is asking of you is your time and your attention. We always seem to have plenty of uh, ways to fill both of those. And this is why we need reminders. And let God show you if there's a way you need to remind yourself to make better choices, better decisions, because this is all part of it. Remember, your, your soul, yourself, your fake, yourself has created a mask, a clone, and sent the clone out to live your true self's life. That way, if the clone gets rejected, we think ourself won't feel the hurt. When our clone self makes mistakes, makes fools of itself, we won't feel that embarrassment. But really all that's happened is we have separated ourselves from our opportunity. God wants us, wants your soul to be exactly what he created it to be with no fakery, no cloning, no masks. And with that will come wounding, rejection, embarrassment. We're in process. We're learning how to live as a spirit being. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to do stupid things. We're going to, you know, hurt other people and be hurt ourselves. Growing up is a messy business. But what's the alternative? Missing out on God. Missing out on what he has for us. Now again, he controls time. And we're not going to get too off track on on the aspects of, of time But let's just stay focused on what we can do. The more we understand God's goal for us, his purpose becomes our purpose. We can put, kind of put evangelism off to the side because People can only come to God by his making himself known to them. That's his job. Sometimes he uses us, great, but a lot of times he doesn't. Changing the world, getting rid of the evil in the world, he can do that with a a thought. So he doesn't need our help with that. What is his purpose? His purpose is you. 
every single one of us as individuals. Now, he doesn't reveal himself to everyone, and I don't know why, and that's his business. And he doesn't reveal himself to everyone in the same way, and I don't know why, and that's his business. But if you have any desire to know him more than you did yesterday, that desire comes from him. He has put a hunger and a thirst in you. He himself did that. If you have any desire to know him, that is a promise from him that he will make himself known to you. What are the options here? Do you think your enemies would want you to desire God? Do you think the devil wants you to know God? Do you think the world wants you to know God? Do you think your soul, your fake self who's sitting on the throne, wants you to know God, who will then kick him off your throne? Your self-life is going to do everything it can to maintain God at a distance. So if you have a desire, there's the assurance that it can only come from God. We don't make it up in our head or our heart or our mind or just, oh, I think I want to. If there is a desire, it comes from God. It's how do we act on that then? How do we give him our time and attention? And this is where it's on an individual basis, and yet it's a fairly simple process. It's not easy, but it's simple. And sometimes it's just as simple as, Lord, am I giving you enough time? And we spoke, I think, last week on, doesn't matter how much else you have going on in your day. Some of us have... Tons of time that we have control over and can spend how we choose. Others, not so much. A full plate, 24 hours are filled every day. God doesn't care. If you've got five minutes, somebody else has five hours, he deals with us and draws us on an individual basis. The only thing that matters is when he knocks, Are you letting him in? Are you responding to him when he says, come away with me? Now, the other activities we have talked about here is to increase your ability to hear that knocking and increase the awareness of his call to be able to hear him, hear his voice. This is where we talk about 
cultivating a quiet lifestyle. Not having so many distractions in your life. Noises, voices, ideas. That his knock, his voice just kind of gets lost in the clamor. Now, God always wants our attention. But sometimes there are special things and special times that he wants to draw us away to be with him. And we want to pay attention to those. So those are the things we can do. Is learn how to bring every thought into submission through quietness. Now remember your soul, your true soul, the soul God gave you when he put you on this earth, or maybe before, don't know. He gave you the soul he wanted you to have. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. The problem is, is that it's been trying to do things God didn't mean it to, to do. To protect itself, it's had to manipulate others, to put on, to hide its wounds, and to create behaviors to control its environment. But now God is instead meeting your needs of your soul through your spirit. And this is the way God created us to live, spirit, soul, and body. We've gotten used to living body, soul, and spirit. As we learn to live and walk and move our and have an, our being in spirit, our soul will fall into its original place and communion with our spirit. This is why as you spend that quiet time with him, it becomes easier. You may not think anything's happening because very often it seems like absolutely nothing is happening. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Because your soul is slowly falling into rest with your spirit. What does your soul do in relationship to your spirit Accept, receive. Now there are things that God needs to change in your soul. Healing needs to take place. Lies need to be removed with truth. Reality of who God is. God reveals himself through our spirit into our soul. And this takes time. Very often, when we make the effort to spend time with him, and we have these moments of experiencing his presence, often it will be where we don't want to leave. Because it's just 
so nurturing and comforting. Then other times we'll we'll do the exact same thing. We'll wait in the same room, we'll wait for the same period of time, and nothing happens. Well, both are equal. Because God is making the changes. God is doing exactly what needs to be done in your soul to reunite your soul with your spirit. You can trust him. Now, what happens is the more you do that, the more your enemies are going to be annoyed. The world system will seem even more aggravating. You know, time and and peer pressure and uh, what's going on in your culture, even in the political realm. These things will become more of an intrusion. They don't like being left out. The, the world has a spiritual a, or a supernatural essence all of its own. Then the devil. Of course, the devil doesn't want you free. By his very nature, that's, that's who he is, is. He's here to intrude, to prevent you from rest, prevent you from being whole prevent you from knowing God. That's his job. So he doesn't he's not going to say, "Oh, okay, I guess I lost one." No, as soon as you start being available to be made whole, you become his enemy. Have you ever thought of that? You become available to God. To expose him, to be used by God. Now, God doesn't need you to do that. God's exposing the enemy and destroying him and controlling him, whatever he wants to do. At any given moment, he doesn't need our help. But he's doing that, we have no idea. But when God starts freeing you, The enemy wants in on it. Most Christians are not a threat to what he's doing. Most Christians are just waiting to get along to the sweet by and by. And if they get out of this earth world by the skin of their teeth, they're satisfied. They think they've got a crown in heaven and will be sitting on a throne in a mansion on a hill, walking on golden streets. Now, I don't know what's next, but I don't think that's it. And I sometimes wonder where those ideas came from. But that's for another day. But for you and I, The more time we spend with him, the more trust God builds in us. And then we come to our third enemy, and that's the enemy we really really have a problem with. Because Jesus overcame the devil. Jesus overcame the world. 
Jesus could not overcome flesh. He could not overcome his false self, his fake soul. Because he didn't have one. As Jesus was born and walked around on this earth, his soul was always connected to his spirit. God, his father, could pour out his spirit into Jesus' spirit. Remember, he's walking around as a man, as one of us, into his spirit. And it flowed perfectly into his soul, through his soul, and through his body. And just that happening in one person turned the world upside down. Now, even Jesus had to learn how to know his father. But once he did, it was all he needed. Once he learned how to go to his father for encouragement, for direction, for healing, do you think he wasn't wounded? Do you think he wasn't rejected? We know he was. We have no idea. And yet, he knew how to go to his father to get healing, to get truth. Once you and I can do that, once you and I know by and have created a habit that when we're wounded, we go to him. When we're distracted, we go to him. When we've made a mistake, we go to him. When we're embarrassed, when we've made the wrong decision, when we're being honored, when good things are happening in our lives, we go to him. No matter what, we go to him. When we've created that habit in him, all things are the same. When good things happen to us, great. When bad things happen to us, great. Because what matters in our life is being with him. It's not about the bad or the good or the behaviors or our circumstances changing. It's about being with him. When we have our focus so on him, we won't even notice what he's doing elsewhere. We won't even it won't even matter to us what he's doing in in other religions, in other countries, in other time periods. Now he may draw our attention to these things, and he may even put us right in the middle of it. But the purpose of that is not for us to change those circumstances. The purpose of it, them, of it is so that we will go to him. Now, he may, just like he did with Jesus, turn the world upside down through us, through you. But the joy that is set before you 
is reunion with Father. You've been born into his kingdom. You are his son. You've inherited, you are a co-inheritor with Christ, a joint heir. Everything that Jesus inherited, you have already inherited. There's nothing you need to do or say to achieve that. It is your birthright. All we need to do is learn how to live as a son of God. Now, there's only one Savior. Jesus was assigned that task. He was the only one who could do it, and he did it. But you and I are in him. He brought us into sonship with the Father. And we reject what he does, what he did, when we say no. When we open the door, see who it is and shut the door. When he's calling our name and we turn away. Now, He's going to continue to knock, and he's going to continue to call our name. It is for our benefit that we learn how to hear and respond and cultivate a quiet lifestyle. So we will pick it up here next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.